In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yesterday, I attended the funeral of a friend and colleague, Martin McKernan. Martin served as the diocesan attorney for many, many years. And for the 15 years that I have been a priest, I have worked with him on many different situations. He was a brilliant lawyer. He was a man who dedicated himself and was motivated by the pursuit of truth. Today, the pursuit of truth is seen at best as an antiquated hobby. Everyone has their own truth. Truth is no longer something to be achieved or pursued. Truth now depends on the eye of the beholder. In the gospel today, our Lord had just expressed to the Jews an undeniable truth about himself. He said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. I am the bread which came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread and drinks of the cup will have eternal life. But the Jews, we are told in today's gospel, were murmuring. And they were quarreling amongst themselves. They could not accept the truth of what Jesus said. And in so doing, they were rejecting eternal life. But we are no different from the Jews. We are hesitant many times to take at face value the teachings of Christ. Oh, Christ couldn't have possibly meant it this way. Oh, that's the way they interpreted scriptures a while back ago, but we're more enlightened now. We know better. We no longer look at things through the lens of the gospel or through the teachings of Christ and His church. We would rather prefer to judge things according through our human values and external standards. The Jews were so busy trying to figure out how Jesus, the carpenter's son, could possibly be the messenger from God, that they didn't even ask or they didn't even stop to ask whether what Jesus was telling them was the truth. Don't we do the same thing? We're so busy trying to figure things out. We're trying to figure out the corruption in the church and what's wrong with the church. That we don't bother asking whether or not what the Gospels and what the church teaches might be the truth that God wishes to reveal to us. Whether they are the church's teachings on abortion, 
sexuality, social justice, euthanasia. These teachings are timeless truths that has unfolded and has been passed on to us from the times of the apostles. They are difficult and challenging truths to accept. But nonetheless, they were what Jesus had revealed to us through His church. The Jews rejected Jesus because they did not care for Him. Likewise, we must be careful that we never neglect a message from God because we despise or do not agree with the message of the messenger. There is also another lesson we can learn from today's gospel. It is always better to ask what God thinks before we ask the court of public opinion. We are told in the gospel that the Jews argued with each other. They were so caught up in their arguments that they never bothered to refer the decision to God. They were so eager to let everyone know what they think, but not in the least concerned about what God thinks. So oftentimes, this is what we do in our own lives. We get so busy accumulating all the things that people have to say about something or someone. We get ourselves all worked up with the news, the latest scandal, the juiciest gossip, the latest conspiracy and political drama, the latest news about COVID, that we are not at the least concerned asking what God thinks and what He wants us to do. After all, it does not matter so very much what we think or what other people think. But what God thinks matters intensely. And we so seldom take steps to find it out. Which leads me to a final point. In order for us to know what God thinks, in order for us to arrive at the truth of what God wishes to reveal to us, we must learn to listen. There are different kinds of listening. There is the listening of criticism, which is often accusatory. There is the listening of resentment, which is negative and unhelpful. There is the listening of indifference, in which we go through the motions. We look like we're listening, but we're really not interested. And there is the listening of those who listen only because they don't have the chance to speak. The only listening that is worthwhile, and the listening that I am speaking about, is that which hears and learns. And that is the only way to listen to God. One of the, good, one of the things that Martin was very good at was listening. 
I remember one time I was dealing with a crisis at school. It seems like when you're a principal, there's always a crisis every day. But in this particular instance, I needed legal counsel. And I remember Martin sat in front of me in my office, and there I was babbling about the different facts and data. I said, the more things I say to him, the better off. After all, he's a lawyer. And after I had finished, he paused, he pursed his lips, and then he said to me, Father, I think this is the problem. He zeroed in to the issue at hand, sifting through all of those information. And I've seen him do that so many times over the years. That's when I was convinced that he was a good lawyer. He was a good lawyer because he knew how to hear and how to learn from his clients. This is what we have to become in our spiritual life and in our pursuit of truth. We must learn how to hear and learn from our Lord. And I think when you and I can finally arrive to do this, we will truly understand what our Lord said in today's gospel. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. And whoever believes in me will never thirst. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.